Hey there, we're the Westlaw Pirates and welcome to the show. We're here to share our thoughts on Northwestern athletics and college sports with thoughts and analysis from the visceral to the statistical. We run our tailgate with the red pirate flag flying high above as we give no quarter, especially the fourth. I'm Sam Walter. I'm John Lacombe. And I'm Eric Skoskowspo. Well guys, uh, with the crowning of both LSU women and the UConn men uh, as your college basketball champions for the year. We can officially close the book on basketball. Uh, spring is here um, and you know spring practice is going on for football. We've got lacrosse, we've got softball, we've got uh, golf. Everything is just you know hitting on all cylinders. But I, I think tonight we're we've got a really special guest coming on and this is something that I know we've talked a lot about um, not necessarily as, as much on on the show as we have kind of you know our private conversations but uh, th- this whole idea of Nil the name image and likeness and you know how that has developed uh, throughout the past couple of years um, who better to have on than Jacob Schmidt uh, with true and you uh, kind of the forefront in kind of leading things as far as the NIL aspects go for Northwestern. Um, We're going to have him on here in just a quick sec. Yeah, this is, you'll all see very quickly, but this is um, a a great conversation that is both going to deliver you a ton of information and I think also put you at ease in terms of uh, the, the leadership of the Northwestern NIL effort. Uh, so without much further ado, let's uh, get right to our interview. Well, we are thrilled to be joined tonight by Jacob Schmidt, the executive director of True and You. Um, Jacob, this is not the first time we've had you on the show. Uh, hopefully this time you're not moving a mattress up uh, Green Bay Road and uh, we're not going to get any uh, police involvement tonight. <laughs> uh, the memories, what, 11 years ago? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I promise no uh, no police involvement. However, no guarantees. I have three children, six years and under. Someone could walk in this office at any minute. You just never know. Oh, we're, Dude, we are all in the same boat. boat. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna. I was about to say when when last when when last we had you on the pod. I think yeah the the pirate yeah the pirate children were numbered zero. Now it's too many to count. So yeah, we're we all we all get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. I love it. Oh, well, I mean, the big talk in the world of college sports these days is NIL. I mean, that's like kind of the primary thing on everyone's mind. And, you know, Northwestern kind of, whether it's true or not, has had the image of not necessarily being at the forefront of the NIL, you know, but now uh, True and You is here and you stepped away from the football program to take up True and You and just to get us started, you know, can you tell us what is true in you and kind of how does NIL work? Yeah, absolutely, guys. Yeah, and, and you're spot on. And NIL is certainly, um, you know, the, the frankly, one of the more important aspects of college athletics in 2023. And, uh, you know, I'm sure most of your listeners know, but the NCAA changed the game when they when they changed the rule back in July of 2021. Uh, which allows all athletes to monetize who they are, right? Their name, their image, and their likeness. Um, and so, you know, fast forward and, you know, 20 months later, it has totally changed the landscape of college athletics. Um, certainly, you know, you see it on the forefront 
uh, with football, men's basketball, but I'm, I'm sure your listeners are paying just as much attention to the, the women's basketball landscape and the softball landscape. I mean, NIL matters to all of our programs at Northwestern, all of our athletes at Northwestern, um, you know, so it's, it's a really big deal. So I, you know, that, that's a lot of the reason why I decided in December to, well, I, I made the decision a few months before that, but that's why I left the program in December to, to take this on because I truly believe that this is the future of college athletics. And uh, I, I wanted to be the one to lead Northwestern's efforts, our collective's efforts at least, um, to try to provide as many opportunities to Northwestern athletes uh, as possible to help our programs uh, recruit and retain top talent. Uh, you know, all the, 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 the ramifications of a successful NIL program um, is, is what you see across the country, right? It's, 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 com- it's competition. It's, it's competing with our peers. You know, last, last fall, uh, we were the only school in the Big Ten who did not have an NIL collective supporting their athletes, right? So, so that, that to me and, and, and countless people within Northwestern athletics community uh, was simply not acceptable, right? And, and so in order to compete on the field, the court, the, the course, the pitch, you name it today, NIL matters. Um, so in general, guys, True and you, we're, we're, a, we're, a, we're a NIL collective. Um, we're a 501c3. We're a charitable entity. Um, our mission, first and foremost, is to support Evanston and Chicagoland charities by leveraging the NIL of Northwestern athletes. So we're, we're going to do NIL the Northwestern way, right? And, and that is why we, uh, you know, myself, but more so the, the alumni uh, and a couple of trustees who helped us get this off the ground six, eight, nine months ago, um, made the decision that the charitable route was the way that we wanted to approach NIL, right? Certainly there's, there's plenty of negative connotation. There's plenty of, of uh, you know, negative stories across the country. Um, that involve NIL. Um, so we wanted to do our best to, to make sure that people knew, people in our communities, our supporters, our fans, our alums knew that, look, first and foremost, we're going to do NIL the right way. We're going to make a difference in the community. We're going to leverage the, the, the NIL of these athletes to give back, partner with our neighbors in Evanston, in Chicago, and really make a difference first and foremost. Um, and then the other, the other pieces of NIL, right, directly supporting our student athletes is a huge deal. Uh, it, it's a great deal. Uh, it's something that I think more people should be supportive of, um, something that we've never been able to do before. Uh, and it's, it's, it's more than just putting money in their pockets. It's helping set them up for their future. It's helping them learn about financial literacy. It's helping them learn about being philanthropic. Uh, this, is, this is well beyond just throwing a couple hundred bucks to some athletes. Um, and then the final piece is certainly kind of what we, I alluded to earlier, but the impact on the programs and the, the department as a whole, right? In order to compete today, uh, you need NIL. You need to be successful there. You need to allow these coaches to have two fists in the fight, whether it's recruiting, retention, um, it all matters. And, uh, you know, whether you like it or not, we're here. And so we need to embrace it. And, and that's what we're doing. And we're, we're excited to, to build this thing and do it the right way. Yeah, especially with the transfer portal as, as eminent as it is, you know, making sure that Northwestern is competitive in that in the market for NIL is, is just super, super important. Big time. Big time. Totally agree. So I'm, we're so curious. I mean, you, you laid out so much there and it's funny because in laying it out, I think just your enthusiasm covering all this makes it pretty self-evident why you're such a great choice to lead this, which I think was something that 
when I when your name was first attached to True and You, I think so much of the Northwestern community uh, that had been feeling, as Sam said, that maybe Northwestern, and as you kind of even kind of reiterated, that relative to the other schools in the Big Ten, Northwestern was kind of a little behind the eight ball on NIL. Then we all saw your name, and we all kind of went, "Yes, this is the guy." I'm curious, though. And again, you know, we alluded, we had you on so many years ago um, when you were kind of just making that transition from athlete to actually working in the program. And then since that time, you know, you ascended to director of football operations. And again, you mentioned, and this is one of the things that we were so curious about, you know, to get into off the top, having you on why you made that switch and you kind of enunciated some of those reasons why it was important to you. I'm, I'm kind of curious, like, how did that come about with, with you, you know, with you specifically, again, you're, you're Northwestern football's director of football operations. How does this kind of come about where, where you're suddenly realizing, Oh, this is a role that I could take on. This was, this is something that's important to me. This is a jump that I'm ready to make. How did that kind of come about? Yeah, no, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a great question. Um, you know, I, I, I certainly wasn't looking for it. Right. Let's 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 throw that out there. First and foremost, you said it. I, I had the best job in, in Northwestern uh, to, to be Fitz's right hand man, to be a part of his staff for the last ten and a half years after playing for him for five. I mean, I never thought I'd leave. Frankly, I really didn't. I, I loved what I did. I loved the athletes. I loved uh, leading a program, um, you know, and just everything that goes into Big Ten football and the administration and the, the alumni. I mean, just I love everything about it. But as I alluded to, uh, there came a point, and, and that was you know, roughly last summer, um, when we, we the, the program, myself, had enough conversations with a couple of alums who we knew were working on this, right? We knew were out there trying to get a collective off the ground because, frankly, we had enough conversations with them <laughs> to say, look, we, we need your help. Institutions can't set up collectives, right? Institutions cannot broker NIL deals for athletes. And institutions cannot compensate athletes based on NIL. That's a state law here in Illinois. Uh, and so we, we, we were, our hands were tied. Um, and so that's why a couple, a couple guys in particular kind of carried the flag and got this thing rolling. And, you know, they, they approached me um, late in the summer and just kind of threw it out there, said, look, we're going to, we're going to need someone to lead this. And, and again, I, I hadn't put a second of thought to it until they brought it up. Um, and, you know, after a few weeks, you know, chat with my wife and really thinking through this, I just said, you know what, I, I, I you know, not to not to be too big headed, but I, I think I'm the perfect one for this. I, I love Northwestern first and foremost. All I want is for us, we, all of our programs to win every single one, all 19 football and everybody else. I want us to win and watching what has been happening across the landscape, understanding the the intricacies of Football specifically, the recruiting landscape, the transfer portal, all of the rules. I just said, you know what? I, it needs to be someone who has that foundation of knowledge. It needs to be someone who um, bleeds purple, who knows everybody at this place, from coaches to athletes to administration to donors to trustees. Right? I, I kind of put myself in a position over the last ten and a half years to to, to feel really confident stepping out of that football bubble, if you will, um, and, and creating a startup and, and leading, right. Something from the ground up that directly impacts all 19 programs that directly impacts that athletics department and university. 
Um, and so I, 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 I told Fitz, frankly, I told Fitz after Ireland, we got back, um, and it was a couple of weeks later and, and, you know, I can, I can laugh at it now. I was waiting for another win to tell him and obviously <laughs> that never came. So I, I bite the bullet. I had to bite the bullet at some point. So I, I forget which weekend it was specifically, but it was a Sunday afternoon. I just said, coach, I got to talk. And, um, you know, he, he, he certainly didn't see it coming, but I wanted to give him enough time. Um, you know, obviously I didn't abandon in the middle of a football season, but we needed to work together to make sure that whoever was going to take over that role next was ready. Um, you know, and just kind of have a good, a good plan there. But I told him, I said, look, coach, I, I'm, I'm going to leave to help you win. Right. And that, that sounds silly, but in 2023, that's what NIL does. NIL matters that much, right? The, the, the product on the field, the product on that court this weekend, specifically that that women's basketball game, but 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 last night too, um, NIL is is a huge reason why uh, some programs, some teams, some athletes are are as, as successful as they are right now. Um, and so I just I said to him, look, I I, I got to go do this. And by the end of our forty five minute conversation, he he totally agreed. Um, the trust, the familiarity, right? We're 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 in lockstep. Uh, same thing with Coach Collins. Same thing with Kate Rohan. Same thing with all of Northwestern. Like I, the politics the relationships, the people understanding how Northwestern is different than our peers. Um, you know, and, and again, a long-winded answer here, but, but that's why I left, right? I, I, I wanted to go do this thing in a really great way um, and, and look back hopefully in five years and say, man, we, we, we're still a thing, right? Because nobody knows, right? Nobody knows where this is going. Yeah, we're, we're a bridge to something. Nobody knows what's on the other side, but we, we need to do this well, and we needed to do it our way um, for everybody. Um, and sustain this for the long haul and, and really make an impact. Jacob, I wanted, I wanted to dig into a, a specific example and, and, you know, and the goal here is maybe to help, help bring things to life. Obviously, you know, not asking you to speak about um, particulars of, of conversations that might be in flight, but, you know, NIL has been on a lot sure. of Northwestern fans' minds over the past couple of weeks in a very specific context around the men's basketball team and Boo Booey and Chase Audige. Yeah. And, you know, they have another year of potential eligibility. They're both looking at the pros. There, there's so many other variables that go into this. Like, it's not just about some magic number. I'm not trying to boil it down to that. But I think what we're really curious about is, how, like, how does North, Northwestern even go about something like this? Um, is is true and you involved in, in these conversations at this stage? How, like, how does it work? Can you, can you kind of break things down, like, in the specific case to almost down to its barest essence of, of how this would come to life. And, um, and, and maybe this wouldn't be a part of true and you given the, you know, I know you already talked about kind of the charitable piece and, and Northwestern doing this in a certain way. And, um, if, uh, if, if there's other entities that are involved in this, um, for, for, uh, for specific players, I don't know. We're just like really curious to, to, to explore whatever you can tell us on the specific example. Yeah, no, I, I certainly right. I, I, everybody's aware that that uh, you know, and, and every Northwestern fan wants to see Boo and Chase back in purple next year. Everybody. Yep. And, and <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. And, and and everybody also knows that that NIL is a component of this, right? So you know, the 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 kind of the long and short of it though is is you know, Boo and Chase have had a great relationship with True NU over the last five months. 
they've, they've done a lot of, of, of incredible work in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, we've brokered, a, I don't know the exact number, but uh, you know, double digit NIL deals for each of those guys over the, the course of the season. Um, and so they, they know who we are. They know we exist. They know we're real. They know who I am, right? We, we, we are very close with um, all the athletes that we do deals with, which is up to 90 at this point. Um, but, but yeah, the men's basketball team was absolutely priority over the last few months and, and football is now on boarded and, and doing some great things. And we've worked with, um, five of our other programs so far, we can talk more about that in a minute, but, uh, so, so first of all, they know, they know we're here, right. They know we're here. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to continue to support them. Right. I think, I think the nuance to all of this, which a lot of the, the casual fan, um, doesn't necessarily understand is that. Um, you know, what you see on Twitter, uh, while often, yes, it's happening, it's often illegal, right? Mm-hmm. And so collectives cannot entice recruits to commit to Northwestern. Um, NIL cannot be used to entice uh, current athletes to come back, right? So, so there's a lot of nuance to this. We, we cannot directly be involved in conversations with the basketball program, the, the, the Bowie family, right? Like there's, there's, there's a lot of nuance um, to how we can make sure that look guys, if, if, if you're back, you, you know, we'll have more NIL opportunities for you. Right. But we can't, we can't guarantee numbers, right. There's just a lot of rules around this that at the end of the day, we're going to follow, um, you know, what you see on Twitter, what you see on the internet, what you hear across the country, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of those folks aren't, aren't following the rules. They're absolutely tampering with rosters. They're absolutely offering guarantees. I mean, we all saw the, the craziness down with the Florida quarterback yeah, prospect yeah. a couple months. That, that entire thing was illegal. There's no such thing as upfront money. There's no such thing as guarantees. Um, like you have to, you have to, you have to perform work to earn NIL dollars. That work can be appearances, autographs, put your face on a billboard. It can also be charitable, right? It can be doing good things in the community, right? It's about your NIL. So there's so much nuance. Again, I use that word a lot because it's a, it's a delicate dance, right? We, we, we are in conversations. We, we, I, I talked to boo today. We have an NIL deal on the table for him for the next four weeks. Right. And I'm, I'm comfortable sharing that with you because he's one of our top performers and he's done an incredible job for true and you and supporting a handful of our charitable partners over the past four months. So uh, he 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 knows, right? So uh, again, like there's there's a lot of in and out. We want them back. They know that, um, but no, there's there's no direct enticement. We're we're going to follow the rules here, um, you know. And and to your point earlier, there's so much more than just nil, right? These are these are two guys that are, are going to have degrees. Chase will have a graduate degree. Um, you know, they Chase has been in a couple places. Boo only here. Um, but, you know, they're going to pursue the NBA. And we all saw Chase's, uh, or sorry, Boo's announcement. Um, and, and I think most fans are good. Absolutely. Do it. You, you need to go do that. You need to explore. We also love the fact that he's keeping his eligibility. Right? So, <laughs> uh, like, there, there's a lot, right? The academic piece, um, you know, the family piece. I mean, Chase is like 23, right? At some point, you know, you're done with college, right? But we are selfish. We want to see those guys back on the court. We want to get to the final four. We want to, we want to have the preseason number one ranking in the Big Ten this year, next year because they're both back. So there, there's, there's a lot of in and out. Um, there's no 
clear sort of answer I can give, right? But we're just, just you know, your listeners should know we're going to follow the rules. We're going to we're going to continue to do NIL the Northwestern way. We're going to support our charities first. But yes, our 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 most famous players, they absolutely will have the most NIL opportunities. That's I just want to say thanks for for detailing all of that because I think I learned more about how NIL operates in the last 90 seconds than I have in you know reading articles and and list and like unfortunately doom scrolling Twitter for the last you know 10 months. Um I, that go ahead, John. Yeah. I, I was gonna say as Jacob is is talking, he's delivering two simultaneous messages. One is he's delivering a ton of information about NIL, and the other is he's delivering the facts that he's absolutely the right guy to be doing this job. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just I feel like it's, it's coming across. It's it's funny, though, because you mentioned and you mentioned you didn't use these words. But I mean, the fact that it's that that there's some of that illegality and that there's that the wild this Wild West feel. Right. And I know that there have been I don't even know, like some congressional hearings or something recently where people are talking about NAL and talking about different problems. But one thing that we're also very conscious of, and I'm so glad you brought this specific thing up because we were talking about it ourselves literally yesterday and today and being like, I can't wait to talk about this with him, is the the idea of of why NAL is needed in the first place, right? And and as you said, this this concept of nuance, but you brought up the woman's national championship game. And this is specifically what we were thinking about because we were looking, we were all been tracking these numbers and you're talking about, you know, a, a woman's national championship that at the maximum had nearly 13 million people watching that game. And the fact that you have several, yeah. you know, that, that, that at this point in time, right, the average basketball fan can name more stars from the women's final four this year than they can for the men's final four. And then juxtaposing that with the fact that literally the best women's basketball players in the world are lucky to earn six figures playing basketball and being like, what is going to cover, what's going to cover that disparity, right? Where, how is that value going to be given to athletes that are earning that? Right. And that this is kind of a path. And obviously this is something that the average Northwestern fans, certainly us, um, really feels because I think like so many people over the past, I mean, I don't want to put a year on it, but we've all become incredibly attached to all these unbelievable women's sports programs that are carrying Northwestern athletics to glory. And we're looking at all of, you know, softball, women's basketball, field hockey, lacrosse, and looking at all these stars and these names we have and wondering what can be done for them. So with all of that said, you know, like we're curious to get in, in, in with some of those sports and wherever, like, what kind of opportunities is True NU providing for those athletes? Yeah, no, it's, it's uh, I appreciate the context of that question too. I mean, it, it, before I answer the question directly, I'll just go back, right? Again, July 1st, 2021, when the NCAA changed this rule, you know, I, 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 while some probably knee-jerk reaction didn't like it, I, I think it was it was long overdue. I mean, what other industry you have your your top performers not be able to monetize that right these these athletes with brands these athletes who 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 companies and marketers and agencies would kill to put in a commercial or in their clothing or 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 on a billboard i mean it, it was it was long overdue um 
And so, you know, you, you, you again, fast forward now to this past weekend, you see, uh, to your point, the, these incredible women's basketball players. And I saw some, I think, on three had NIL evaluations um, for, for the basketball, uh, both men's and women's athletes uh, over the past couple of weeks. And, and the, the, those top two ladies, I mean, they're seven figures and they should be. Because to your point, there's 13 million people watching that basketball game. So if you don't want one of them representing your brand, why not? I mean, that, that's what this is about. Right. And, and so, um, yeah, like, like NIL is an incredible thing. Uh, you know, we always, again, I, the 10 years I spent with the football program, we, we'd have to say no a lot because athletes weren't allowed to make a, an EP, right? We had incredibly talented musicians. But they, they couldn't, they couldn't market, they couldn't put something out there because, oh no, they were a football player. Well, who cares, right? That's who they are. So uh, it, it was long overdue and I digress. But, but it, for our female athletes, right? And, and yes, trust me, I, I am a huge softball, lacrosse, women's golf. You see they're like up by 18 strokes this, this, this tournament right now. I mean, it's incredible. Uh, like we're here to support them as well, right? And I, I alluded to it earlier, but we're doing this the Northwestern way. And, and what that means is uh, there, there's, a, there's, a, there's an equitable approach here, right? This isn't just your football and men's basketball programs like you see with the majority of these collectives across the country. Uh, and that's their prerogative, right? That, good for them. Good for them. If they just want to support the, the basketball team, go for it. But we're going to support athletes from all 19 of our programs. You know, we've, we've put our best foot forward here over the last three and a half months. We've proven that. We've done deals with 90 of our athletes from seven of our programs so far. Um, and, and, you know, there's, there's some, there's some nuance to that too, right? We, we try not to do too many deals in season. We don't want to be a distraction. Um, you know, a lot of this in our infancy here is contingent on fundraising, right? Being able to, to pay the athletes sort of their market value and, and, and sort of based on the structure that we have in place, right? We've got to raise the money to do that. So we can't just all of a sudden onboard 450 or 500 athletes and, and, and be, be writing checks and, and, and not have enough in the bank account to cover it. So um, we're, we're slow rolling this out, but we, we have a plan to get to every athlete uh, in the department. Um, and we need to, to allow those programs to compete, right? The, the, the connector here is, you know, while the coaches can't directly promise NIL dollars to prospects, they can show that prospect what their team has made from NIL. That's true and you, but that's also other NIL deals that these athletes have done with, with local restaurants, local companies. Um, and that's stuff that Northwestern can help them sort of um, facilitate a little bit. Um, Altius, Brad Bauer, uh, Tyler Jones oversees NIL for the department. So, uh, you know, they're, they're doing some of that. Frankly, I, I, I wish they'd do a little more, but, you know, there's, again, the state law, there's, there's some funky things to it. But um, you know, the coaches need to be able to tell that story. They need to be able to show the prospects and the kids in the transfer portal. Look, I'm not promising you this, but read between the lines here, right? Look, look what every player on our team made last year, strictly from the collective, right? So that, that's all part of the recruiting pitch. How to, how to talk about this, how to use this. Um, and it, it's a huge deal in, in softball right now, gigantic. Uh, it's a huge deal in women's basketball, obviously. Uh, you know, and we've, we've done some deals with lacrosse, uh, as well. Um, so we're, 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 we're here to help everyone. Um, you know, it, it matters not only to the athletes directly, but to those programs, to those coaches, re recruiting and retention. Um, and so we've got a plan to keep growing that to get to everybody here in this first calendar year. Uh, we got a lot of work to do. <laughs> we got a lot of money to raise, 
to do that. Um, but, but we're excited and, uh, you know, proud of where we are, you know, kind of three and a half months into this thing. You, you touched on it a little, a little bit and, um, again, just trying to get clarity. True and you is more, is on the charitable side of things. Do you guys get involved at all in more commercial opportunities as well? Or is that something that's outside of your purview? Yeah, currently outside of our purview, right? How we're set up, the, the sort of the workflow of how we operate is we first and foremost partner with local charities, right? Whether it's Evanston, Chicago, Land, South Side, North Shore, West Side, doesn't matter. We've got partners all over the place at this point. We partner with them first. And then we ask them, how can we help? What do you need, right? Which, 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 you know, is it, is it after school literacy? Is it running a camp or clinic? Is it, uh, you know, uh, after school programming here in Evanston for, for YOU? I mean, an incredible program at all the elementary and middle schools. And they say, Hey, could you, could you, let's build a curriculum. Could you, could you send 12 basketball guys to, to lead an after school program? Yeah, we can. Right. So what we do then based on what our charitable partners want and need, we go to the athletes and we broker that deal. We say, Hey, YOU in Evanston is looking for 12 basketball guys. Are you interested? Here's the contract. Here's the work you're going to go perform. Here's the social post you're going to put up, bring attention to them uh, and, and true and you. Uh, and here's the compensation. If you agree, sign it, send it back. And there's your NIL deal, right? So that's how we're brokering these opportunities. It's all about the charity partner, the good work that we're using our athletes to do and perform the, 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 the amplification of our charity's missions, right? That is NIL. That is how we are set up, and that's how we're currently doing this. We do have a plan, um, not sure exactly when, three, six, nine months, to launch more of a commercial arm um, because there's, there's, there's a lot of opportunity out there when it comes to working with companies, working with alumni who own companies, working with local agencies, restaurants, um, you name it. And, and we want to be a part of that as well, but currently we are not. Now, we, we know a lot of people, we're able to connect dots. We're able to say, hey, you can do that deal directly with the athletes. You don't need true end user involvement. So we are helping facilitate conversations and things like that, but we are not brokering those deals. Uh, we, are, we are strictly charitable today. And, uh, and obviously, so the, like, the benefit, like the reason the collective exists, um, and I apologize if I'm being like super dense about this, but like, or, well, I think I get it, but I like, I want to, I want to make sure I, I want to help others understand it as well. But like the, yep. the point of the yeah. collective is it, is it becomes a single spot where both athlete and organization brand, right. Commercial or charitable, um, down the road, ideally, uh, it, it becomes a platform to, to connect these groups together. And that makes life easier for the athletes it makes life easier for the um the companies or the brands that are looking for support for the charities as well um as as opposed to a true wild west where it's just like okay athletes you can do whatever you want go broker any, any deal with anybody um but there's no there's no organization like yours you know facilitating expertise on what they can and can't do being that trusted advisor and partner um that's that's the whole point of having of a collective versus just like everybody go do whatever you want to do. Yeah, yeah, yes, right. The short answer to that is yes, right. And that that's that's why we exist, right. We want to be the 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 one stop shop. We want to be the broker. We want to be in the middle, making sure that our our athletes are are 
finding these opportunities. And so we're bringing them to them. Um, but I will say this, right? Collectives across the country, right? When this started, collectives launched because frankly, it was a way to funnel money to athletes, right? There, there, was, there was nothing altruistic about the original collectives, right? This was a way to guarantee athletes that at respective institutions, right? Name the collective and whatever institution they're supporting. This was a way to guarantee that athletes at that place got NIL money, period, right? Not, not, there, there are very few athletes across the country. Uh, two of them played Sunday, but there are very few who have the brand to truly reap the benefits of NIL from, from, from companies, from big brands, right? The, the Dr. Pepper commercial, absolutely, right? So the, I forget which quarterback, uh, was it CJ Stroud, but uh, Bryce Young, one of them. Yes, he's got that brand, right? So they're going to come find him. Uh, but very few athletes across the country have that ability. So collectives, beyond everything you said, collectives are here to guarantee that athletes at their respective institutions have these opportunities. And frankly, being last to the game here, it was a necessity that we be a thing, that we launch. Because when you're competing against 15 other schools in your conference who have collectives, guaranteeing that their athletes have these opportunities and yours doesn't, that's not going to work. Right? That's not going to work. The, the, the product on the field will suffer because the kids in the recruiting process, they see that. They hear that. They know that NIL is a big deal. You know, again, whether you love it or not, in 2023, these kids ask about it. They want to know, hey, am I going to be able to monetize who I am? Am I going to be able to make some NIL dollars? And if your answer is, yeah, we think so, that's not good enough. Right? The answer needs to be, here's what our team has earned. Here's the collective supporting our programs, right? Because everybody else has it. So it's a little bit of, of you know, uh, we, we, we needed to be a thing because, uh, again, we, we need to compete. Um, and so, yes, we're a one-stop shop. We have the relationships with the athletes. We're doing this our way, which is the charitable way. I, I would say about a third of the collectives across the country are charitable, right? There are plenty out there doing it really, really well. Absolutely. Um, you know, but, but, but not all of them. Um, and, and so we, we want to make sure that we're, um, making the difference in the community first, using all of our athletes to do that second, directly supporting them. And then all those other benefits I talked about earlier within the programs come because of it. Um, so it's everything you said, but it's a little bit more than that too. It really is. I'm, I'm curious. So, I mean, <clears throat> you've mentioned it a couple of times relative to doing it the Northwestern way. Right. And I mean, one thing that we've talked about that, that is an interesting thing. And, and again, you know, we certainly were among the group and I think most people were that Northwestern was late getting into the NIL space at the same time though, you know, I think we kind of understood that at least part of that was a function of that. It's, it can be difficult to kind of calibrate NILs fit with a university that is already offering such a unique package to a student athlete, right? I mean, like we, we talk about four years for 40 years, right? And like the football program is that that's been a big thing for a long time. Right. And then thinking like, you know, as long as we're talking about like money and earning value, right. It's like, well, how about a degree that is going to set you up for a life that is going to prepare. And, you know, I'm curious. So you talked about, right, like a student's coming and you want to be able to show them the numbers and you want to be able to, to, to lay out NIL, but how do you feel that, that, and, and, and again, you brought up too, that, you know, the charitable part, I mean, obviously it's about setting and it's about setting NIL up the right way, but it's also about kind of building a foundation 
that is almost like a Northwestern, not Northwestern specific, but like the values we all associate with Northwestern are associated with the foundation of true NU and that being a big deal. So how would you say like, you know, uh, uh, college athletes, like how do you see NIL fitting into that Northwestern specific package that is going to be presented to an athlete, a prospective student athlete? Yep. Uh, we want to be icing on the cake, right? We, we, we want to, in the recruiting pitch, you need to have the bullet that says NIL, right? But at Northwestern, to everything you just said, it's not the lead bullet. It's, it's not even close, right? We, we, we I mean, I, we all bleed purple here. I mean, there, there's not a better uh, recipe for success than being a student athlete at Northwestern. The, the, the diploma, the access to alumni, the incredible education, the resources, the facilities, the view, the the campus, the people you, I mean, it's, it's top to bottom, the best place to be in, in the country. Um, but if you don't have NIL, frankly, the 16 year old doesn't care, right? He doesn't care about all that stuff we talked about. He's not, a, he's not a Northwestern Wildcat. He's being courted by a dozen other programs and they all have nice facilities. They all have nice stadiums. They all have incredible alums who follow them. Um, the, the, the sort of the weight of the diploma doesn't matter to a lot of these teenagers. It does to some, right? I'm, I'm generalizing a bit here, but it, it, it needs to be a component. So we hope, uh, and, and, and our plan with our coaches and with the department is that we want NIL, we want true and you to be icing on the cake, right? When NIL is talked about in the recruiting pitch, true and you is, is, is mentioned the collective support, the, the, the track record that we, are building now with all of these programs and our athletes um, makes it clear that, look, you're, you're going to have an incredible experience and opportunities because you come to Northwestern and graduate from Northwestern. And while you're here, we are going to support you in every single way possible, right? There is no bucket unfilled. So we're, we're icing on the cake, um, you know, and, and to get a little bit more granular, right? Like our plan here is provide every athlete at Northwestern with essentially a salary from NIL, right? That's how we're thinking about this. Um, and so we're, we're not there yet, right? We're building to that, but, but they're going to know every year um, based on how long they're at Northwestern, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, it tears upwards, right? So the longer you stay, the more dollars you earn from true and you um, it, it, it's, it's a way to um, sort of reward um, the upperclassmen, the leaders, probably the, the, the athletes that are playing more, uh, but it's also a way to to create this sort of equitable approach, right? You hear a lot about NIL, you hear about the seven-figure quarterbacks, and then you see the example of Texas A&M where they buy a recruiting class, they go seven and five, they all enter the portal and nobody's happy. Well, we can't let that happen, right? Uh, one, we would never do that, but but it, it's about chemistry. It's about the team. It's about the locker room. It's about you know everybody in their um, sort of one goal, one mission. And so you can't have the sacred cow, as Coach Fitz would say, right? So again, there's, there's a lot of nuance to all this, but our plan here is that equitable approach, the Northwestern way, base salary through NIL, that, that's tiered based on your tenure uh, at the institution. And again, we, we want to be icing on the cake. We want that part of the pitch, the icing on all the other incredible things that these athletes are going to be able to accomplish at Northwestern. It, so yeah, you just said that and I was immediately thinking of a question I want to tack on because I, I, I'm just so interested to hear it. And I think a lot of people would be too. Do you have any particular, whether it's stories with individual athletes or stories with individual athletic teams that 
that illustrate what you're talking about. Things that have that that True NU's been able to accomplish so far that you can look at and be like, this is exactly what we are trying to get out of NIL here at Northwestern. Well, it's 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 a tough answer, right? I I, I think you know again I, I go, keep going back to our mission. Uh, we've done some incredible things in the community, right? We've partnered with 14 of our partners. Uh, we've we've brokered deals with 90 of our athletes, a lot of them multiple times, and so we've we've truly made an impact with with within our community within Chicagoland. And we're we're again we're we're tip of the iceberg here, right? We, we we're just getting started. So that, to me, that that's an incredible piece of that, right? And so that we 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 have felt good. We know we're doing this the right way. The feedback from our beneficiaries has been all positive, uh, and the same from the athletes, right? The athletes are incredibly appreciative. They love the experiences that they're getting working with local youth, um, you know, giving back to these different charitable organizations. And so those are those are both wins to us. I think we're a little early to truly measure. Um, sort of those other benefits of NIL, right? The the the, the recruiting, the retention. Um, you know, I, I don't have a specific oh, example oh. yet. And I mean, and I mean, yeah. I think I was thinking what everything you were just saying is, I think what we were thinking about, right? I mean, I like that's that's yeah. the piece of it. It's like the involvement with the community, the values yeah. building, those kind of things. Big time, big time. Yes, no, it, it, it's it's. Um, we, we, again, in, in three and a half short months, um, to have 90 of our athletes involved, I mean, I'm, I'm incredibly proud of that. And, and the, the, again, our charitable partners, they keep coming back. Hey, can we get this? Can we have that? We, we'd be, these athletes are incredible. Um, you know, they're, they're not just, it's not transactional, right? This isn't just about, again, getting, getting a couple hundred bucks or a couple thousand bucks in their pocket. This is about making a difference, leaving an impact, giving back to the community, building relationships. Uh, and then, yeah, it's, it's icing, right? It's, it's the cherry on top that they get a check at the end of the, at the end of the event after they perform the work. But, um, no, it's, it's, um, it's been really rewarding, uh, you know, for me selfishly, right? It, 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 it obviously I love Northwestern. I love our athletes. I want to do everything we can to win, but for me to build this and to embrace our community and get to know these charities and leaders and the impact that we can have just because we're, you know, 500 student athletes up here on the North shore. I mean, it's, it's, it's been really fun. It's been really fun. And again, we, we've got a lot of work to do uh, and, and look forward to build this. Um, but so far it's, it's, uh, it's been really rewarding. It's just striking to hear you talk about it, Jacob, because it's so clear to me that y'all are building a, when you talk about being the icing on the cake, um, but you're, you're building a culture around what it means to be a Northwestern athlete, not, a football player, not a basketball player, not an NIL sponsored athlete, but like a Northwestern athlete and to be part of that community. And, and I, I just, I get like, when you talk about all 19 programs, um, you know, an NIL salary for every player, like that, that stuff's just really, really cool to hear. Even, even just as a sports fan, let alone an alum and somebody that has, you know, a lot of care and, and time invested in the university, I am I am specifically curious, and I, and I know so many of our, our listeners are like, how, as as alums, as fans, how can we help? How can we get involved? Yeah, no, it, it, you know, certainly, um, you know, there's there's multiple ways, right? First and foremost, it's it's um, it's helping us spread the word, right? It's helping us 
talking to your classmates, your former classmates, your tailgate group, the season ticket holders you sit by, uh, you know, your alumni clubs back home. Talk about NIL. Talk about true NU. Talk about how we're doing this for Northwestern athletes and, and, and talk about the good that, that NIL can bring, uh, again, not only just to these athletes, but, but specifically to how we're doing it to the community, right? That, that, that is resonating and, and it, it, it needs to continue to resonate. I'm confident it will, but that we, we, we did it on purpose and it's, it's allowing us to raise the dollars to be able to fund this, right? And that's the second piece, right? Beyond talking about it, um, we need people to step up. We need everybody who comes to Welsh Ryan and Ryan Field to support this thing. We need everybody who comes to the J and to Lakeside, uh, Martin Stadium, sorry. Uh, we, we need everybody to, to, to support us. And, and look, every dollar matters, right? We're talking about providing a base salary through NIL for every athlete at Northwestern. We need, we need support, right? And so if it's, if it's five bucks, if it's 5,000 bucks, if it's 50,000 bucks, we need it all. So what I'd encourage you guys, your listeners to do, if, if, if you, if you see the value here, if you like what we're doing, keep digging, learn more, right? Reach out, get on our website, truenu.org, send us an email, uh, reach out directly to me, Jacob at truenu.org, right? Like I'm, I'm, I'm here to, to, um, to support these athletes, to support these charities. Um, but we need everybody. We do. We're, we're, while we were late, uh, I think we'll all agree that we have an incredible network. We have an incredible alumni base, um, and you know, supportive, successful, um, and we need everyone to make sure that we can sustain this thing. Um, I'm confident in the structure and how we're setting it up, um, but with without the the financial support, it it, it won't last. So um, I'd encourage folks to to keep digging, keep talking about it reach out, get online, support us financially if you can. Um, you know, and then the, the final piece too, and I tell this to every prospective donor that I meet with is who else do you support, right? Where would you like to see our athletes? Um, what, what other charities in Chicagoland in particular would you love to see the purple and white helping, right? Whether it's in our backyard, again, down to the south side, we're doing some cool things on the west side right now. You tell us, right? Because we need to continue to build our partnerships. Um, you know, we're at 14, we're, we're sort of at a really good place right now, just given the cadence, given the opportunities, given the, the budget, but, um, we're going to need dozens and dozens and dozens of, 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 charitable partners. So if there's somebody out there that's super passionate or involved or on a board, reach out, would love to connect, would love to partner, would love to figure out how true and you can help, uh, connect your charity with Northwestern athletes. Consummate pro. I didn't even have to ask you to, to give your contact info. Just put it right out there. I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, no problem. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time uh, to jump on with us tonight. I mean, I really do appreciate it. And like all the work that you're doing there and are continuing to build. And I mean, this, this is, this will make a difference, you know, as, as Northwestern moves forward into like John said earlier, the wild west of the NIL uh, landscape, you know, as everyone tries to figure out how, how this all works and how we all move forward. Um, I, I, I can't think of any better hands uh, than yours to be kind of leading this front uh, for true and you. So thank you. No, I really, really appreciate those words. And, and thank you guys for having me on, right? A lot of this is, is education. It's spreading the word. 
it's getting folks to learn more. So, you know, you guys have a, a really great platform. So I, I appreciate the invite. Uh, and, and I'll say this, I, I haven't tailgated a football game since, um, I believe my senior year of high school. So I, I'm going to come find you guys this fall. I'm just letting you know. Okay. Yes. I haven't been out there cause I'm busy on game days, but, uh, I'm going to make the round now that I've, I've got a little free time free game. So, uh, I look forward to seeing you guys in, in person here soon. Absolutely. Can't wait. Just look for the red pirate flag. That's where we are. I love it. Amen. Awesome. Thanks so much for ha- thanks so much for coming on. And uh, I think one thing that's that's demonstrated very clearly to I'd say everyone listening is you're the man for the job, <laughs> and I think that's that's gonna gonna do as much to to kind of push this thing forward as anything. So yeah, thanks so much for coming on and spreading the word with us. Appreciate you guys. Go Cats. If you or a loved one is seriously injured by someone else's negligence, hire Kent Simpson of the Simpson Law Group. After over a decade prosecuting murder cases in Chicago, Sinson opened his own firm focused on wrongful death and personal injury cases. He specializes in car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and other transportation accidents, as well as construction accidents, medical negligence, slip and falls, product liability, and more. Millions recovered for clients. No fee unless he wins. The Sinson Law Group. Compassion, empathy, and vigorous advocacy. Go to SinsonLawGroup.com or call 312-332-2107 for a free consultation. Uh, once again, that's Jacob Schmidt, uh, executive director of True and You. Um, wow, like just wow. There's so much going on there, and um, you know, like you guys said, you know, this he is, you know, he's got his finger on the pulse of what's going on, and I'm, I'm very excited to see where things go. I just, I just hope anyone who's felt, you know, squeamish or or has has a you know a sour taste in their mouth about NIL because they just fundamentally oppose the concept of paying athletes can can really can really listen to this and hear hear it's that it's about so much more than that. Um this isn't just about, you know shelling out dollars to to get kids to stay at NU. I mean this this is I, I said it to Jacob directly as we were talking, but this is true culture building and this is this is an uh, an identity and a um, a mode that that fits into the values that we all already think are important about Northwestern and is um, something to be you know like like honestly when you know when he's talking about collectives like you know doing doing stuff they're not supposed to do like a lot of the collectives that formed initially in NIL were just like booster organizations by another name right um you know everybody's heard about hundred dollar handshakes and the eric dickerson car the texas a&m bottom and like all this other sort of stuff that's come up over the past ever many years around you know under the table you know bags of money and this that and the other thing to athletes that that like that stuff's all still happening um but northwestern is not is not doing that just like they haven't in the past. So I just, I don't know, like, I, like, I just, I hope anyone who has had difficulty being, you know, enthusiastic or, or, um, positive about this development in college athletics can really listen to the way that, that Jacob talks about. You can hear the passion in his voice that this is about helping athletes and helping the community first and foremost. Um, and, and can really, you know, get some gain some comfort from that and, and gain some acceptance. Absolutely. And I think a huge piece of it and, and 
we kind of talked about it a little during uh, during our talk with Jacob is just he he delivers two messages simultaneously, and one of them is that he's the right man for the job. And I'm just he's I think as we we all um, I think as as we all the entire alumni and fan base right I think we all understand that dollars are what it takes to drive NIL, right? And to provide all these opportunities. And, and Jacob alluded to so much himself, right? And I think if you're thinking about that entire entity that is Northwestern alumni and Northwestern fandom and and how that entity is going to get inspired to donate, right? It's being inspired by, you know, a charismatic and knowledgeable figure at the head of something like true and you, which Jacob Schmidt clearly is right. And also being inspired by a, a faith and a trust that this entity is going to operate the right way and do the right things. And it's funny, I go back to a, a question that I kind of asked and I could, I could tell when we were talking to him that, and understandably so, right. I mean, I think he, at this point, especially though, like he doesn't want to say, Hey, so-and-so did this and earned this much money. And obviously we're not trying to get those details out of him, but you can tell, I think one of the, the things we were trying to get at, because I just know he knows so many of these things, right. Is that like, he's taking not just your football player, not, and he was talking about these things juxtaposing with other programs, right. Not just your football players, not just your quarterback, right. Your the non-revenue sports, the other people, and working to find opportunities for all Northwestern athletes through NIL and find those ways that everyone and that True NU is grounding everything in charitable activities and charitable endeavors. Yes, in the future, they will probably expand, but the foundation is there of doing things the right way. And I think when you couple that with just Jacob Schmidt himself and just the way the way you can just get behind someone like that. And I think that that makes me feel good about where we can go through NIL with Northwestern. Yeah, so um I, I think that kind of will wrap it up for tonight. Uh obviously softball and lacrosse are still in action. Um, you know, softball was out in Iowa last week. They've got a big game against Illinois midweek. Uh, and, you know, we'll we'll get into that a more next episode. But I, I think tonight we really wanted to just focus on on Jacob and True and you and uh, really kind of dive deep into what they're doing there. So I, I think with that, we'll go ahead and leave it there for tonight. Uh, head to our website, westlawpirates.com, where you can leave comments and questions. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Westlaw Pirates, and email the show, westlawpirates at gmail.com. Tune in next time as we give our visceral and statistical views on Northwestern athletics. Look for us in the West Lot of Ryan Field flag the red pirate flag, because we give no quarter, especially the fourth. For John LeCombe and Eric Skazbo, I'm Sam Walter. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time.